0: Hi, I'm (laughs) Luz. That's not true. (laughs) No, I'm Hannah. Yeah. And I'm Luz. And this is Rhyme. (laughs) We're so curious.
1: We're so curious.
0: We want to learn. We love to talk. And connect. And listen. That's true. So here we are, listening to you. With a lot of questions. Yeah, we're lifelong learners. We want to know you.
1: Let's
0: rhyme, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Let's rhyme, baby. Let's rhyme, baby. Episode, we speak with Blake Lee, who's known on Instagram as Jungle Soul Mama. She's inspired us for years from afar. Randomly we started following her on Instagram. She shares so beautifully and openly on her account. Um, lately, it was apparent that she was going through a big transformation and she was back into the United States and um, had left Costa Rica. This episode is not about why that happened because, in life, it's often the story itself that can hold us back from being present. Rather, it's about how she chooses daily to take care of herself, show up for herself and her children, how she listens to her body, and how she nourishes her herself and her community. She's rhyming with her life and her business by embodying practices which really support her. We're super grateful that she responded to our Instagram message and have her on our podcast today.
2: I was in Costa Rica for about 12 years before and um, yeah, so we left. I guess it was February of 21. I was in Pavones in Costa Rica and I have a um, bed and breakfast and farm there on the ocean and um, yeah it was just teaching yoga and cooking and raising my kids we were homeschooling and surfing. Pavones is known for the longest left hand surf break and the one of the longest surf breaks so people from all over would come to surf and um, yeah, it was like definitely a surf-based community and a lot of the women there were, it was very like everyone was homesteading in a way, we, holding down land. It wasn't, there was community, but it, it, was, it was hard to bring it together. It wasn't like always in the flow of like that community support. It was kind of every man for themselves in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, you know, there was, um, a good friend of mine started an art school and that kind of brought some of the kids and everyone together. But it was, uh, one of my, one of my big things when I was there was trying to start a school for the kids and it's slowly happening there and more and more is happening. But since we've come back here to Florida, it's, I'm in a whole different world. I've actually got my kids in school, which is a whole new, Well, mm-hmm. I found like an out- outdoor Waldorf school. That's been amazing. It's kind of been a good transition for them. It was kind of a, um, how would you say it? Very abrupt when it happened. You know, I pretty much left with a backpack and left like houses and businesses and animals and um, gardens and a community, you know? So it was like deep down, I knew that there needed to be a big change. I've been through this really unexpected healing journey that i've been through this last year and a half and it's brought me onto the just this other side like i feel that was a different lifetime ago almost like i'm a different person now and and in a lot of ways and obviously i'm still the same person but um just like stepping into this like independence um and freedom from my situation and also just what it is to be a single mom and try to start my own business and um, really just like navigating different waters of being in a culture that I grew up in, but didn't want to raise my children in. And just, I had kind of, uh, I guess, judgments and um, assumptions of what I thought it was going to be living here. And now that I've like stepped into it, I've found so much beauty and it all and met so many amazing people and, um, different opportunities have come up and just like we're living close to the beach. So I'm, I'm able to provide a very similar lifestyle, not obviously the same as like in Costa Rica, but, um, we, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're making, you know, learning every day and I'm just. I've, at this point too of like receiving help from friends and families and angels that have kind of come into our life mm. to help me out to get back up on my feet everything that I put my heart and soul into and like um had been building for the last pretty almost decade is mm. just like was wiped away almost and um so just you know really being humbled in a lot of ways but also just like I was that person that could do everything on my own and didn't need to receive any help. And now I'm like having to be like, wow, I actually do need help right now to get back Mm -hmm. up on my feet. And that's been healing in its own. And then also I've been working with other women, helping them move through their stories and the women that have reached out to me from just, I mean, I have a small falling compared to like you know lots of people out there but what has come through from people all over the world who are going through similar situations has been amazing and that has been the biggest part of like healing for me in a way of like that I'm not alone and also to help other people move through theirs Mm -hmm. is giving me like a purpose and a mission um so yeah (laughs) I guess it's a (laughs) long-winded answer to where are you but that's kind of a (laughs) Florida okay got it
1: Florida. (laughs) oh yeah Uh, but this exactly what you're 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 told like with what you told that is why we wanted to interview because it looks from our point of view right like as a follower of of your story that Man, this transformation that must be so tough, and and you're really open and sharing, but also being very, um, um, how do you say that? Very uh, protective of your own energy too. In the same regard, you know, like it's not like you're super open. You're all telling the whole world this happened. No, like you telling it, but also like keeping it f- for yourself and your children, gracious. probably. And that, yeah, that very gracious, and that that we respect that a lot. And this whole transition is like, oh, my God, this this person is so strong that in th- a sort of like a public eye, because a lot of people are following you. Right. Like you're sharing your story and, and at the same time, empowering so many, because a lot of women go through this Men obviously, too. But we're talking about women. Right. So this is like for us, the main reason that we wanted to interview. Wow. This person is so inspirational for us. When we started this business, you already started a business such a long time ago, and now you're doing it again, you know? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure that's so
0: challenging,
1: so hard. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. And it's funny, I was telling someone earlier about this podcast interview with you, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I was following her, like, years before I moved to Costa Rica, because I moved there two years ago. Mm. and. Um, And Dominical, so close Mm -hmm. to Pavones. I was there in Pavones last weekend, I think. Um, Wow. This inspiration and this authenticity that obviously Mm. it was apparent that you went through something, that you were going through something, but that almost made it more relatable to be connected to you and your story. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, just thank you for for also just jumping in and sharing so openly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes.
2: So thank you. You know, it's the internet's a, a funny thing. I've had like different uh different dance with it. Um, you know, I've I feel the medicine and sharing, you know, and just trying to stay as authentic as possible with it and You know, I I pray about it a lot in the sense of, like, direct me, like, to how I'm supposed to share and, like, fill me with the creativity to not only fill myself, but also to help others to be, like, inspired and strengthened and um, to, whether it is to create or change or um, collaborate, you know, And, and the internet, there's, I've met some amazing women on here and yeah, there's always the dark side of it, but just trying to focus on the positive of it, um, it has been amazing. And then just to, to connect with you all that have been following and the journey, and it, it just feels really good to to receive, you know, how you've perceived it, kind of, I guess. And yeah. Um, but yeah, we're we're in this space now of. Just starting over, and then like it's like a re like even with the portal yesterday from the Lionsgate, like it's just like the end of a new like yesterday was a huge shift. But I, I truly believe that we've co created all of our situations. Why have we brought back? Why have we have are we faced with this situation again? Like, what is it that we still haven't learned that we need to move through, or that we don't believe in ourselves enough, like, or that we can allow a certain situation to happen? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, there's so many different angles of it that we can learn to like really move on to this next chapter in our world, in, in our lives, yeah. or we can stay kind of in this, like, you know, I could, I, there's a lot of times where, you know, the anger, the rage, you have all these emotions of, 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 um, wanting like revenge and all that, but then just Shifting that whole dialogue is, you know, what I'm working with, with some of my own clients now and with my, that I continue to work with myself is that we just really like, what does forgiveness mean? And what is that true evolution of consciousness? What, what it like, we can talk about it all we want, but how do we really live it Mm -hmm. is, is been um, huge you know to 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 really be able and once I've done this like I'm it's a continual process but as I'm doing it I'm finding so many different doors opening opportunities coming in like less you know the drama is kind of like fading away I'm not in this like heat of Mm -hmm. battle anymore you know I'm like stepping out of being like always having to like defend myself and fight and like try to take what was mine and it's just like that's god's house now it's like letting go of these attachments that um that we identify with and i feel like once i've that's been such a huge part for me is really truly letting go (laughs) Mm -hmm. and how that when when the letting go and the forgiveness and then just acceptance. Like these are just big themes that I work with um, in my own personal world. And with, with, with the women that I'm working with, and it's it's just mind blowing how so many of us are going through very similar situations and it can become this repetitive cycle Mm -hmm. that, to really, I think, come into a harmonious and also just peaceful way of living, even if we're, I'm like dead broke and I'm like trying to make everything it's like, Whoa, it's just, it's gonna work like the, the way things just work <laughs> when mm. when you think it's over and like, there's no way to move, uh, get out of bed and, and go to another, to another step ahead or, you know, to move forward. But, um, I, I really, as much pain as I've been through, I'm really grateful for every mm. part of it because it's it's shown me sides of myself that I guess I'd never faced before. Mm. It's, yeah, given me a, a new outlook on life and strength that I didn't... Um, wow. I didn't know was possible. <laughs> and then just like, you know, with my kids, just they're my freaking gurus just teachers trying you know how they become a reflect you know as much of my energy is moving in through them so it's like I see when I'm not in alignment or I'm not really doing mm-hmm. the work I'm saying I'm doing mm-hmm. the work but am I really showing, showing <laughs> yeah. the fuck up to do it and then they're like spinning out and yeah. whining and the like truth. killing each yeah. other I'm like all right <laughs> back to the drawing board here we go again
1: all right. I guess I was not good and rhyme with myself and I thought I was. Yeah. Not
2: rhyming here.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Wow. What a beautiful. Yeah.
2: So I'm doing these soul revival courses that have been amazing. I've only done two live, but we're just about to put one online that's where people can take them at any time. I've done all the video, like each section is recorded. And so you can kind of do it at your own time um, and I'll still do like calls with them. So that's been awesome for me to, to, to like authentically live what I'm sharing. Um, yeah. So that, that's been great. Um, just trying to, to keep it going and I'm going to do a six week uh, course in the fall. That's Cause good. it was it was a lot of information for three weeks to do live. So we're kind of like, everybody was like, we need a little bit more time to integrate. all Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine you really like also like so empowered by all the reactions and that you want to do something and then transform this into something that is um, like contributing to others. Right. And also for yourself, Mm -hmm. Like you, you said something about like letting go and forgiveness and all that. And, I relate to that you know like I've been through a lot myself too and what I know is that these words make a lot of sense when you went through it but when you're in the middle of it how the fuck do you do it you know like how do you forgive how do you let go like all right like I have no clue so my question for you is like can you share like a micro step that you took that for you was one thing that really this practice or like this constant thing that you did that really supported you in all these big concepts.
2: Mhm. Yeah, I mean there's it's been a lot of different things that kind of have helped um and this might sound kind of cliche but like the meditation was huge for me. Um I actually did a course with uh Emily Fletcher. She does Ziva meditation. I don't know if you've heard of it, but she it's like a 3 week course and it's all recorded but what the biggest part about it for me was the consistency of meditation and just taking the twice a day, like in the morning and then the afternoon, just even if it's just taking a pause or just slowing down. Um, and even if it's just for five, 10 minutes, what that did for my patience, for my mental clarity and also for my sleep. And that was the biggest part for me in in the middle of it I was not, I was having crazy dreams. Like I've always been a dreamer, but it was like next level battle, like end of the world situations, just like really involved. And I would wake up so exhausted. Um, so it really helped like kind of compartmentalize for me and just like to really, um, just be able to focus more on the present moment and not what was happening like because for a while there it was like rapid speed things were selling things were happening you know he was moving you know there was a lot of changes that were happening and I just felt like I had no control over it you know and what I did have control over was waking up and taking care of myself like sleeping eating well like getting sun mm-hmm. like sun for me in the ocean those are two things having like consistent practice at the ocean and 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 the sun those were that those were two huge things the meditation and then just really surrounding ourselves with people who like see us and love us and mm-hmm. we're like totally supportive of us and mm-hmm. um and i think also being around people who are not don't want to like get into your drama and like kind of pull it out of you because um I think replaying your story over and over, like it it becomes a sickness. And yeah. And it's just I think just not going there. Because mm-hmm. it's it's taking you out of the present moment. It's taking you mm-hmm. out of being it for so long of just like telling my story. And like it's more so yeah, just I think sticking with your practices, but like being consistent with them, whether it's Mm. the meditation or the breath work. My brother um, also just went through a divorce and um, he and I like started with Wim Hof like a year and a half ago, like doing like consistent, like every day Um, and even doing it. like If you can't get to it in the morning, like doing it before bed and then putting on like a Theta uh, meditation. And just a lot, like really, just preparing yourself for sleep because the sleep's so yeah. important for the recovery. So it becomes this, yeah. like, when you're going through trauma, I think like sleep becomes such an intimidating space. Yeah. Um, that. The night, yeah. Yeah. Like, how am I going to get through the night? And then I have to get up, and I have to do all this stuff for the kids. And how am I going to keep going? Yeah. You know. Mm. So just, I think the preparing for, for sleep and the like preparing for the day Mm. is such a Mm. sacred space of, and I I still have to like, it doesn't come natural for me to do these Mm. rituals and practices. Like Mm. I have to like, yeah. and I, I get, um, really bad skin rashes on my arms that are super itchy Mm. and that's, that's my sign when they get really bad. That's like my nervous system's way of showing me like dude you're so out of whack right now and you're not doing anything you need to be doing (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you're having (laughs) you know so
1: your body is calling hey what's up what are you doing yeah this is not working (laughs) for you dude we're over it
2: like give me something good
1: (laughs) like what else do you need from me you know like i'm i'm calling you know like aren't you listening what the fuck
2: (laughs) yeah so Mm. Um, and I, I still go through it. It's like oh, this is yeah. the thing. if this whole thing is not linear. It's just no, it,
1: no. No. no, no, shit. I wish yeah.
2: it was.. All <laughs> <nice. It's> like, <laughs> oh, oh. oh, right. Yeah. And then I yeah. mean, okay, so the whole thing about forgiving, whatever your situation is that's the whole piece but like forgiving ourselves like the self-betrayal becomes the biggest wound that we carry so it's like shame
0: Mm -hmm. right like you're so tuned in with your body that you're able to feel what rhymes what doesn't rhyme and then so many parts of the story that you've told today right is direct examples of like recycling your mindset like recycling your mindset around revenge or anger into forgiveness and compassion like that's such inspiring hard work and um yeah it's just really yeah it's so beautiful to see the space that you that you've created for yourself and how um elegantly you also describe it and, and talk about it which I'm sure like you said is not linear like there's always days where it's easier harder um yeah but I mean, and then we don't really know much about you. Obviously, we just met you today, but you said you were a yoga teacher before.
2: Yeah, so I I did actually a yoga teacher training um, in 2011, I guess, in Dominical. Mm-hmm. Um And <laughs> huh? at Danyasa, by chance. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I teach there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. I love that. That's amazing. So yeah, Sophia. And then I cooked for a couple of her trainings there. And then I traveled with her to some festivals. That was amazing. And um I taught in, in Povones at the, like the shooting star for a little bit. And then just for our clients, I would do um, privates there. Mm-hmm.
0: So you you must have, I mean, you must have a strong practice. Obviously, you mentioned meditation as being one of your rituals. Now, that's been important to help you rhyme with your experience. Mm -hmm. But can you talk a little bit about, like, you know, the history of your practice and how how you are now able to be so tuned into your body? Like, a lot of people would get rashes on their own. Oh, it's hot. Oh, this. Oh, that. Yeah. Like a cream. My a pill. Yeah, yeah. A pill. You know, like how did you tune your intuition so much that you are able to read the signals of your body? Because I'm sure that was also a huge part of the choices that you made in the last two years, too, right? Like listening to your body, mm-hmm. listening to your intuition, and whether that's macro or micro. I'm just curious mm-hmm. about your experience, your journey, your training to help you tune that.
2: Yeah, so. I mean, I actually started yoga when I was 14 um, and it was like, not cool. Then (laughs) the kids used to make fun of me in high school that I was like going to worship Buddha or something. And there was like one studio and it, you know, it was one class a day kind of thing um, in Florida. So it wasn't like, okay, yeah, I grew up in Florida. So like, it it wasn't like Berkeley, California, where that was like normal there, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so yeah, I started there because I had an injury from track and there was a, an Asian medicine doctor that was working in the track and he was like, you, I've heard there's a yoga studio. You should go try it. And I was, I didn't even know what it was. Yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so it, I started then and then it kind of like woven in and out of my life until, um, well, I, I mean, this is kind of a, a roundabout part of the story, but before I was in Costa Rica, I was in Telluride, Colorado. I had a catering business and a medical marijuana dispensary there. Um, and I had won a trip to Costa Rica. And so I went on this trip. I had left my, my, my jobs and my partner there in Colorado. And I like fell in love with Costa Rica. And so I went, I stayed there for a few weeks then, and then I went back by myself for like three or four months and I met a girl in Santa Teresa that I became really good friends with who'd been there for 12 or 13 years and she had an art gallery, she still does, art gallery and cafe there, um, Zwart Art, I don't know if you guys follow her, but she's amazing, um, and I was still going back and forth to Colorado to, to cook for some clients, and I was trying to figure out a way where I could, you know, like a reason to go back to Costa Rica that I wasn't just like traveling. Um, mm-hmm. So I got, I did this, I signed up for her first yoga teacher training with Sophia's um, and the Envision Festival too. I ended up going there that I was like their second year. Um, and yeah. So Sophia, what was so amazing there with that practice is she opened me up to dance again. It was something that I always loved to do but I'd never ex- expressed myself in ecstatic dance or like moved in that way and to combine the yoga and the dance was like revolutionary for me um, and just like a whole new way of, of expression and movement um, so that has kind of carried and, and I actually did teach a little bit in Colorado and, and when I've taught before I like to, to weave in the movement Um, And I've, I've led a few ecstatic dance classes too. And I just, I love to, to, to channel emotion feelings. You know, I I've studied a little bit of Gabrielle Roth. She does like the five rhythms um, and how you can just create this deep healing through movement. And so for me, I can find my, the, the, the signs, the biggest one for me is the skin of what that I haven't been moving or haven't been practicing or just like really slowing down to be like, I'm just doing where I find myself just like checking everything off the box, but I'm not actually the, the vibrancy and I guess the presence is not there, even Mm -hmm. though it's kind of this hollow, um, what is the word um conditioned of efficiency yeah conditioned efficiency yeah um so yeah the the surfing and the dance and the yoga you know that those are three things that I love I actually train with um Muay Thai as well which is like a, a Thai boxing so that's mm. like super empowering but I got to keep that one in balance because that one I love, and I could like do that more often than not but I have to, the the balance of that with yoga is is yeah. good for my young yeah. <laughs> yeah i need I need more yen in my life it, i mean i i I definitely mm-hmm. can like last week I was training a lot and like this week I'm like slowing down a little bit I'm trying to do more like Pilates or yoga or just mm-hmm. dancing in the kitchen or the living room and mm-hmm swimming oh, surfing wow. but no, I gotta I got the the, the 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 hardcore running and the Muay Thai and the the kicking and the boxing is <laughs> I love it your
1: eyes lit up when you were talking about Muay Thai really like your face was like wow yeah oh my god there's something
2: there it is I mean anyone who hasn't it. tried it out there it is so empowering and it is like mm. amazing to channel aggression or like any uh, sort of like yeah, build yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> <movement. Yeah. laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. it's so good it's amazing yeah. so but the yoga is such a good balance for me like it really in mm. the dance it's like very feminine mm. it like mm. allows me to to just be in my body in a different way mm-hmm. so all types of movement are definitely my medicine I think it's just finding that balance of what your constitution and you know, what you're going through. I think anyone who's going through different healing journeys, like we said, it's not linear. So there's could be times where you feel like super depressed and like, you just want to lay in bed and you don't want to eat anything, but like crackers and chocolate, you know, (laughs) like it's just like how to move yourself out Mm. in a gentle way. Um, Mm. and then to be able to hold, um, an equilibrium, that's not extreme from one way to the other yeah you know and a lot of these tools you know it was a lot of them a lot of the tools I had before you know and then I gained some as I'm going through the journey but it's really about the the using like the consistency and mm-hmm. of using these tools and mm-hmm. I talk a lot about that with my course Is just like building your medicine toolbox so like you know mm-hmm. like you have this like safety mm-hmm. net of Things you can pull from, Um, and yeah, you know the medicine you speak of. I I know it very well and worked with it for many years, and um, it's 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 a big part of my my teachings as well. Is what I've Mm. learned from that. So Mm. yeah, 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 really grateful for. You know, I think the the big a big teaching is uh, remembrance. You know, like Mm. really remembering who who we are and yeah
1: yeah
2: Yeah. what what we're here to do
0: yeah Blakely what's your favorite thing to cook in the kitchen oh that's a good question
2: Mm, what is my favorite thing to cook well my favorite thing to cook with is with like super fresh ingredients whether it's from the farmer's market or from the garden I'd love to just be able to use um what's really fresh I love to make like really bright beautiful salads whether with grains or without um just like different textures and flavors and dressings um and I love to freestyle bake I do it's kind of like a moving meditation for me like depending on what I have in the kitchen um of making like granola bars or muffins or energy balls or cakes and just like you know, for for us that I use like really good ingredients that come into this, whether it's a, in a cookie, like a breakfast cookie or energy, like I just put so much good stuff in it and watching my kids enjoy them and love them, like that makes me really happy. Um, yeah, I love to cook for people, like when I have, I love to be to have to do dinners with friends and do family style with big platters of bright, beautiful food and, um, mm-hmm yeah it's it's I mean when it's just me and the kids we do pretty simple but Mm -hmm. I just try to use as fresh as we can and like support local people it's been great being here in Florida it's really figuring out the farms and the people who are selling local goods and how I can support them and Mm -hmm. yeah just like teaching the kids about that as well yum yeah (laughs) yeah Maybe
0: when we'll
2: get to cook for each other
0: together. Sounds a lot like loose. I would like to eat dinner prepared by the two of you. Oh, yes.
2: I
1: love that. Like for me, it's like cooking is so like a game, you know, like see what you have and then just start and just yes. like, flow with it. And it's like, Oh, this is pretty good. Damn loose. Like you should have wrote, write it down, you know, like, because people yeah. ask me, what is the recipe? I don't yep. know. Like, I don't even know what's in there. You know, like I just, I was just, yeah, like this. um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like,
2: just like fractals all over our arms, like the stick dripping this like nectar and how do we put it into something? It's like definitely my art and Mm -hmm. ways of um, expressing myself and nourishing myself and friends. And it's just like, I love the whole process. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you say like, okay, I've got these ingredients and what are we going to make? And that just, And my mom's an amazing cook as well. And she's a recipe follower. Like she has like it, it all planned out. Like it's measured and it's as they say in French, it's like mise en place. It's like, it's like this, like mise en place or something like that I can't remember, but they have all yes. these like things and they, they, you know, put it in and we cook together a lot, but sh- I drive her crazy. Yeah, he's just like, "What the fuck are you making over there?" I'm like, "Just give me a second. It's like, like stuff yeah. flying everywhere. I don't <laughs> know
0: yet. I
2: She's don't like know cleaning yet. as she goes. It's all like perfect, and I'm like yeah. a mess over here. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> Work like a mad <laughs> scientist. <laughs> wow, you
0: found you match Luce. We were just space timing before this call and she was like chopping things and literally throwing like this into a pot, into a sock pot. Like this. Woo! Fly, Garrett, fly.
2: Let's do a live in the kitchen together. Oh
1: yeah, hey, I love that. Oh, yeah, I would love that. That'll be fun. I mean, it's so fun, like, and and it's the most fun when you have someone around who's like cleaning up everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when I'm oh, cooking yeah. with Anna, she's like, "Oh yeah," oh, oh, and just move this. I was like, "Where is this?
0: There." It's like, oh, "Yay, it's there." <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> It, it started when we, we we lived in a van together in Spain and Portugal and we that's when we had first met and I remember having this feeling of like we're like one being with four arms because we had to be like that cooking in the van you know like here's the salt, okay. Yeah.
2: Oh you guys are the best. Yeah in Costa Rica I had uh, you know I ran the we had the bed and breakfast so we would do like breakfast for them and if they wanted dinner we would do it and I I had four girls working for me at different times and they were all local, local Costa Rican girls. And would they thought I was like this crazy creature when I first arrived, like, what are you doing? And why are you taking that and putting that with that? And then they started to love it and then they got excited about it. But I just, they, they were always helping me keep everything clean and helping with the dishes. And I just, (laughs) I'll write them. Sometimes I'll like, show them the picture of my sink, like filled with dishes. I'm like, i you guys so much. <laughs> yeah, come here, help me I, out. Yeah. I know. Oh my gosh, they were the best. But oh, oh, yeah. My mom used to tell times. me when I was a little. When I was little, she's like, "You need a fairy angel to follow you around in the kitchen to come up <laughs> <out> to you." <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's That's just like perfect.
1: You. Wow. I mean, yeah, like yeah, you're all of already- our talents, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Have you ever seen a clean artist? No. Alan. No. <laughs> so what is, um, what do you want to do with food now you're in Florida? Is that something that is like only for your family and for, for your friends? Or is that something that you want to incorporate to more and more again in Florida too?
2: Yeah. You know, I'm kind of exploring a few different avenues. Um, whether, you know, I've done a couple of pop-up shops and like people have asked me for more and like, what are you going to do with this? My brother actually um, owns a couple of restaurants here. And Mm. so I don't know if that will birth something down the road, but for now I'm actually working on this book I've been working on for a long time. It's like a lifestyle kind of cookbook with like recipes and photos and like words of wisdom. And yeah, so that I'm really want to get that out into the world just whether I sell 10 copies or 100 you know I just more feel like I need to move this yeah. through me and yeah. document a lot of what I've been working on for a long time so hmm. that's probably what I'll do for right now throughout till the end of the year and then I don't know I mean I'm open to like doing cooking classes online um you know I've been offered some private chef Jobs, but they're all at night. Mm. And mm. I want to put my kids to sleep, you know? Mm. I, that's like so huge for me is to be a part of their like mm. bedtime ritual and food. And so that's why I'm really working on creating um, a business online that I can do while they're at school. So, yeah, that because I don't have a nanny or a partner or anybody, you know, to help. So it's like all about like Mm -hmm. efficiency and just like the maximized time when they are together. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I don't want to send them to school, but they want to go to school. And um, so I'm just kind of, we're in that Mm -hmm. chapter. So yeah, with the food, I, it'll always be part of me that I, as a part that I like love, but Mm -hmm. it becomes like, it, it can become really physically draining for me, mm-hmm. if I'm like working really late hours at night and oh, like yeah. doing a lot of catering and yeah. personal stuff and like feeding somebody else, when really right now I feel like our, we need to feed us yeah. to like
1: yeah. Well, I f- I feel like this um there are so many women that they they think they need to follow a recipe, right? Mm-hmm. And we Anne and I talk about this a lot too, and it's also a big part of our dream and our like what we are doing because it's not only taking care of yourself it's not only the mental thing the physical thing is also what we put in our body right so how can we rhyme with food like how can you like find these these elements that are good for you because not it's not for everyone this like an apple is not good for everyone and and some people need, need an apple that day you know so mm-hmm. how can you get in touch with that so i'm sure that you have so many beautiful things to teach others about like rhyming with your food the way you do like obviously mm-hmm. you are really good at that i really like mm-hmm. an artist so i'm sure you you'll find a way to teach women to rhyme with their food and how to like get nourished what they need instead of following this hype or following that hype but just like feel it out Like is it's good for me or not and how can i right. turn this into something you know
2: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like, we're talking about finding that balance. Like I, I like to find, you know, a few days in the month to, to fast, you know, whether it's on juice or water, Mm. you know, and how that resets me, not only like of what I'm craving Mm. and how I'm actually the reverence with food because Mm. it can be so hurried and, um, I guess not really like sitting down to enjoy it. I find when I fast that I have way more respect and presence when I'm cooking it and how I'm preparing it mm. and how I'm eating it and how I'm like mm. taking a time to actually sit down and eat. Um, mm. whereas like I'll eat off my kid's plate sometimes and just like eat as I'm, you know, cleaning the dishes. And it's like, mm. no, like put a towel over the dishes. I I have a friend. She tell, I, I write about this. She, her name's Sassy. She's a mama and, um, and she's always like, honey, just put a towel over it. Step over it say, fuck it and step over it. You'll come back to it, (laughs) but go enjoy your food, you know? And then my doula for my birth and my baby, she, She's amazing, but one time she saw me like with the baby in my arms and I'm like cleaning and I'm like taking a bite out of food and she's like, girl, like no. stop yeah. sit down and eat like a queen like <laughs> Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, eat down she's like, don't don't you mean to eat like that <laughs> like and <laughs> that's so yeah good. so that that always is in my I hear her in my mind sometimes when I'm like eating standing yeah. and
1: uh, because like in Costa Rica. Very-
2: It's amazing how the women always sit down to eat. Like, even if we had like a full work day, they're like, like we got, we need like 30 minutes to sit down and eat. They like Mm -hmm. make a big plate of food. They make their coffee afterwards. Mm -hmm. They like sit to let it digest for a minute and then they go on to the next thing. But it's, you know, there's so much Americanized and like grabbing a bar and a shake and just leaving, you know, or like not even giving you that yourself that time.
1: Mm. Effective, effective, effective.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Time is money
1: kind of a thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think whether you know, you just, you know, skip dinner one night a month and like, you know, give yourself that break Mm. until the morning to like Mm. reset and like, what is it that my body really needs? Mm. Like, you know, like waking up with that, um, that fresh kind of idea of, okay, what is the nourishment that I need? What is the movement? Like, even in, I think part of the detox for me is like letting go of the phone, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. really turning it off at a certain point and keeping it in the other room. Um, mm-hmm. And like the commitments that I, that I say yes to, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. I didn't know much about you guys and I didn't, I, I like had read a little bit, you know, but I felt like a full yes. It was like, I would, I would scheduled my day around being here with y'all because it felt so good and just I didn't need to know a whole lot. I was like, all right, this is just a yes. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. And, but there's other things that I don't have time to do. Like I have yeah. my kids and my work or, you know, taking care of myself yeah. are like a priority and
0: yeah.
2: yeah. So, so thank
0: you so much. That means so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: And, I, and even just being here in your presence on the screen, like it feels like, wow, this is beautiful. I'm really excited mm-hmm. to know more about you guys. And, yeah. yeah you sure. Same. I've just been thinking like, well,
0: I mean, Florida's not yeah. that far away from
2: <laughs> it's not, I how actually, can we work together? Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. Right. What, what do you guys focus on in your retreats?
0: Great question. So we have a lot of different modalities that we play with. Um, there's yoga and I teach the yoga. I've also been practicing since I was like 15 and um, fell into like the jiva mukti lineage so it's a lot of like hands-on assists and oh, um, wow and reiki training so it's all you know just like juicy infused energy play and then um, we also offer a lot of other modalities that are a little uh, more loose specialty hypnotherapy she's a really talented therapist hypnotherapist talk therapist wow. isolation, one-on-one a lot of times things come up for people and we work one-on-one with them either physically me, with like energy or breath or certain postures and then or loose with like a, maybe a deep regression therapy session or something like that
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, kind of intuitively made up what we call water therapy or ocean therapy and we just play with the elements we're always playing with the mm-hmm. elements you know Costa Rica obviously you know that very well but mm-hmm. anywhere we are um, with the water is such a beautiful teacher right of like yes surrender acceptance trust so we play mm. with themes throughout the, the modalities so we have like a long list of modalities that come up but there's no daily schedule people who choose to rhyme with us are typically very open and curious and we move with the energy of the group um, and so things mm-hmm. come up when we we play with arranging the modalities around the group And um, a part of how that works is that we have three parts to our retreat. So the first part is called the kind of like the priming part. So we talk to everyone on calls and they fill out a baseline form. So we have this like Mm -hmm. deep understanding of who they are and how they want to harmonize their experience more deeply. And um, that's where we start to pick up the themes from everyone within within that group. And then they have an online course that they take, which is all about the nervous system and the breath and the brain and neuroplasticity. So it's this whole like download of knowledge and then getting to know us. So, so then when they're on the retreat part, it's this beautiful rhyme of energetic movement and all these modalities that we incorporate. And then the mm. third part is reintegration. So I'm sure you noticed this a lot in your work, especially like in, when you were working in Pavones, people would go a lot of times they leave Costa Rica right and they're like oh I don't feel good anymore like I don't have that feeling that I did in your class or in your in that country Mm -hmm. so we set up this whole program and especially this third piece to help support people as they reintegrate into American culture or their lives in Mm -hmm. Canada or Europe or wherever right so we help people continue to create space for their experience um, in that third phase So that's a little bit of the gist, but we play with a lot of different um, modalities and.
1: Yeah, and the main goal, the main focus is tuning in, right? So Mm -hmm. what we don't want them is to retreat from their own life and then go back again what they come to do with us is to learn more about themselves and have like an embodiment of how can you manage your life in a more effective and supportive way so your inner work and how do you rhyme with the outer world you know like how can you create more space for yourself Mm -hmm. how can you feel more how can you be more in touch with your intuition and also how can you connect with other people more effectively and how can you create more space within this connection for yourself so what we don't want is for them to come and to feel good and go back again. No, like you learn something, you know, you release something, you're recycling something and then you go back and then you do the real work because that it happens in our real life. Right. So how can we hold on? Like, and obviously this all is an expression of, of what we've learned with our, in a professional life, but also our personal life. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned is like, what I want to teach people is what I didn't have before, you know, like have these tools because yeah, life happens to us sometimes right obviously we create it in this way we participate and then eventually the result is there and then it's nice to have some tools just like all right how i'm going to deal with this you know like where can i hold on and and how can i integrate all these beautiful modalities into something that works for me in this very moment and tomorrow it's going to be different and the next day it's going to be different and in five years it's going to be different but how can you have these tools like you said how can you have these tools with you that you can um, use and take out like today I need this, and the other day you need something else, and maybe consistently you need this. Just like we clean up our kitchen or not, you know. Like we yeah. need to, we need to continue cleaning the kitchen. So it's nice to know how that works. To clean the kitchen every day without becoming a mess, so you cannot cook anymore, and then you only have takeout, and then you have diabetes, and then you die. You know, like so. <laughs> In short, yeah.
2: Yeah. Beautiful. Wow. That sounds amazing. Thank you guys so much for taking a risk on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh <God>. And you. <laughs> when you responded, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Cool. <laughs>
1: Hannah asked me, shall I reach out to Jungle Mama? I was like, oh my God, she never going to like even respond to us, right? It's so funny how that works, right? Because we follow you for a long time and we talk about you like, oh, this and that. It's like, oh, it's so ah! inspiring. Oh, this is so inspiring, you know? And then sharing your story and it's like, oh, this, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So Aww, it's sort, you're sort of like this famous so person to us. It's all yeah.
2: perspective and it's just awesome. you know. But it's funny, sometimes I get these um, messages that are like the hidden requests or they're like, um, yeah, I get them. At, yeah. So I. I didn't see yours for a couple of days, I don't think. But right when I saw it, I was like, yes, I'd love to.
0: <laughs> like looking forward to rhyming with you and keeping in touch with you. And
2: yeah. yes, just let me know. We could do it. We could do a, c- a cooking live and we could come oh, up yeah. we could like tell people before what we're going to cook. If you're inspired by anything, let me know. Cause that's yeah, always definitely. fun. For me. Uh, I would love, I would love doing that. Yeah. And we could just. Yeah, like I think what you said too earlier um about just encouraging women that they to to let go of like having to in our all of our life to be perfect with that everything doesn't need to be this like picture perfect like cookie cutter like I got a tomato, I got avocado, I got this, let's make something like you know, it doesn't need to be cut the same way or you know, allow yeah. your creativity and also your personal preferences come through of like how you like things and yeah. yeah yeah metaphor mm-hmm. yeah. so we could we could play on that but well thank you oh
0: my gosh it's a I, say goodbye. we're all like okay so yeah thank you
2: <laughs> i know i have my next call they're like writing me right now they're like are you ready and i'm like sorry, enough. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. no no it's fine
0: <laughs> We hope you enjoyed our conversation with the amazing Blakely. If you want to follow her on Instagram, again, it's jungle soul mama. That's where you can find her. And if you want more information about our retreats or how to rhyme with us, feel free to shoot us an email at recycleyourmindset@gmail.com at gmail.com or follow us and send us a message on Instagram. We love hearing from you and you can find us at rhyme underscore with us. We have four retreats coming up in 2023. So if this content on our podcast or on our Instagram rhymes with you, if you relate to it and if you're curious about it and how it might expand or enhance or um energize your life, then please let us know because that might be a sign that you're ready to rhyme with us. These conversations are organic and authentic. If you or someone you know might be interested in being a guest on our podcast please let us know send us an email send us a message and again thank you for being here we hope you have a very rhyming day